Who is Ahsoka Tano? Here's a word for the novice nerd regarding Snips, the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker. Intro and Background A creation of Dave Filoni, Ahsoka first appeared in the 2006 movie The Clone Wars, which would eventually continue as an animated series on Cartoon Network. Since then, she has had her own novel and has been in the animated series Star Wars Rebels. She most recently made an appearance in Season 2 of The Mandalorian, sparking rumors of a future for her that involved Grand Admiral Thrawn. In Ahsoka's lore, she first discovers the Force as a baby during a hunt, as seen in the Disney Plus series The Tales of the Jedi. She is then discovered by Jedi Master Plo Koon on her home planet, and she is brought to the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. After the Clone Wars broke out, Master Yoda assigned young Ahsoka Tano to be the first Padawan of Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker, who often refers to her by her nickname Snips. With her rebellious and sometimes stubborn behavior, mixing with Anakin's also rebellious and arrogant behavior, the two would find themselves in trouble with the Jedi Order many times, but were an undoubtable, tough, and effective pair to reckon with. She would eventually become a commander in the Grand Army of the Republic, leading frontline campaigns against the Confederacy, as well as facing off against enemies such as General Grievous, Asajj Ventress, Cad Bane, and more. By the end of her time with the Jedi Order and the Republic Army, she had become an incredibly skilled and tactical military leader who commanded the respect of both ally and enemy. After the Jedi Order, Ahsoka would go on to become an important member of the Rebellion during the reign of the Galactic Empire, and would become something more of a Grey Jedi than a Jedi. Her story would continue after the Battle of Endor and will be picked up during the upcoming Disney Plus series Ahsoka. Notable and Defining Moments Ahsoka Tano has actually died before. In a Clone Wars arc, called the Mortis Arc, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka travel to a weird planet, almost a different dimension, inhabited by shape-shifting embodiments of the Force, three being the father, the son, and the daughter. During this, Anakin's chosen one title was tested, and Ahsoka was actually killed by the son. In a turn of events, the daughter sacrificed her life to, to resurrect Ahsoka, This plays into the long-standing theory that Ahsoka is quickly becoming much like the Gandalf the Grey character from The Lord of the Rings. Gandalf is an immortal Maya, and after dying, he returns in all white, as we see Ahsoka do at the end of the Rebel series. After the daughter sacrificed herself, Ahsoka was thereafter followed around by an owl-looking creature by the name of Morai, who is said to be possibly the daughter herself when acting as a spirit guide. So not only was Ahsoka killed and then resurrected, but she was essentially infused with the daughter, the living entity of the light side of the force. The daughter is basically the opposite of the son, who represents the dark side of the force. So essentially, Ahsoka represents the purest form of the force. Morai would continue to appear in the Clone Wars finale, as well as the Rebels World Between Worlds episode arc, where she guides Ezra Bridger to finding Ahsoka. The Bombing of the Jedi Temple In the end of Season 5 of The Clone Wars, someone bombs the Jedi Temple, leaving some dead and questions regarding who is behind it. Although Anakin had her back the whole time, Ahsoka was framed for the bombing and subsequently taken to trial for it. After being grilled by Grand Moff Tarkin and the Jedi not having faith in her, Anakin comes to the rescue at the last second with the true culprit, Barriss Offee. 
Although this exonerated Ahsoka from the charges, she is still left with the wounds from the Jedi Order abandoning her and not believing her. This shakes her faith in the Jedi Order and whether they truly stand for freedom and justice or just to serve the Senate. They offer her a spot back in the Jedi Order, but she refuses. She walks away from the Jedi Order and walks away from Anakin as her master. Storming Mandalore Before Order 66, but after leaving the Jedi Order, Ahsoka Tano would return to contact Obi-Wan and Anakin, requesting aid from Mandalore and Bo-Katan Kryze. Mandalore had been taken over by Maul, who was the leader of the Mandalorians at this point. Being preoccupied with the Clone War and protecting Chancellor Palpatine, the Jedi Order denies the request for aid. However, Anakin splits off some of the 501st and their own special battalion to follow Ahsoka and sends her with Rex and part of the 501st to save Mandalore. In an action-packed scene, Ahsoka, along with Bo-Katan, her cell of Mandalorians, and Ahsoka's personal 501st battalion, skydive into the dome of the capital, Sundari. Ahsoka eventually meets up with Maul in the throne room and defeats him in a one-on-one duel. Before this, she was going to take Maul's hand and aid him in bringing down Emperor Palpatine until Maul tells her that Anakin is the next apprentice of the Dark Lord of the Sith. Ahsoka successfully liberates Mandalore and captures Maul just before the events of Order 66. Surviving Order 66 After being trained rigorously by Anakin Skywalker, Ahsoka was arguably more trained for Order 66 than any other Jedi out there. Believing training droids to not be sufficient practice, Anakin would push Ahsoka to her limits by having her train against actual clone troopers. Time after time, concussion after concussion, Anakin would keep pushing Ahsoka until she could finally hold off being surrounded by clone troopers. We see this training in the Star Wars Disney Plus series Tales of the Jedi, and we see her survive Order 66 in the final episodes of The Clone Wars Season 7. Ahsoka is a very skilled lightsaber duelist and force user. However, we have seen her win fights without using a saber. Once in Tales of the Jedi and once in the Star Wars series Star Wars Rebels, Ahsoka finds herself facing off against an Inquisitor while temporarily not having a lightsaber. She defeats both by using the force and grabbing the spinning saber of the Inquisitor and cutting them down. In Tales of the Jedi and in the Ahsoka novel, Ahsoka takes the lightsaber from the Inquisitor she kills and purifies the Inquisitor's blood, red kyber crystals. Doing so transforms the red kyber crystal to a pure white and gives her the iconic dual-wield lightsabers we see her use in Rebels and in The Mandalorian Season 2. This is one of the most unique kyber crystals a Jedi can have and is yet another thing that adds to the comparison of Ahsoka's journey with the journey of Gandalf the White from The Lord of the Rings. When she first appeared on Rebels, she had been helping the Rebel cause for some time after we see her in the last episode of Tales of the Jedi. She went by the codename Fulcrum and was instrumental in establishing various Rebel cells across the galaxy for the fight against the Empire. After Ahsoka was rescued from the World Between Worlds by Ezra, she would go on a mission over time with Sabine to find Ezra and Grand Admiral Thrawn. We see them setting off on this mission at the end of Rebels in a scene that will be paralleled in the live-action Ahsoka series. We also see her in the second season of The Mandalorian on a mission to find Grand Admiral Thrawn. She helps Din Djarin connect with Luke Skywalker so that Luke can train the young foundling Grogu. It appears that we will follow her and her mission to finding Thrawn and Ezra in the upcoming Disney Plus series. Powers and Abilities Ahsoka Tano carries a very unique lightsaber form when compared to other Jedi known as Jar Kai. She wields two blades at once, wielding one with a standard grip and the other shorter saber known as a Shoto lightsaber with a reverse grip. She started with green sabers and would eventually create her own white sabers. Although Ahsoka was usually smaller than her foes, she was incredibly acrobatic and was a very skilled duelist. Her abilities were already so strong that during her first mission with Anakin, she was able to take down three IG-100 Magna Guards by herself. Soon after, she would hold her own against Asajj Ventress and General Grievous as a very young Padawan. 
By the end of it, her abilities were so great that she easily took out Inquisitors while defeating them all multiple times and surviving an intense duel with Vader, where she sliced his helmet open and had him against the ropes at points. While Ahsoka is a powerful Force user, she also is able to sense intentions and emotions around her. This also comes into play when she meets Grogu and is able to learn his name and past through feel and sense rather than verbal communication. She was also able to use her Force abilities to boost her acrobatics, allowing her to jump incredible heights and large distances. She was able to hold Maul's starship, trying to take off in the Clone Wars finale, demonstrating an impressive strength in her telekinetics. On top of all this, she was also an extremely skilled pilot and a respected and intelligent leader. On-screen appearances Ahsoka was first debuted in the 2008 film The Clone Wars. She would continue to appear in the Clone Wars TV series before appearing in the TV series Star Wars Rebels. She made her live-action debut in the second season of The Mandalorian and will continue live-action in her upcoming show. Ahsoka also appears in her own novel written by E.K. Johnston. The novel covers her time between the Siege of Mandalore and when we see her appear in the show Rebels, and highlights her struggles with her place in the galaxy after leaving the Jedi Order. What you need to watch before watching Ahsoka. So there are plenty of episodes with Ahsoka Tano, and if you have time, there are complete lists out there on the internet. But to prepare for the series, here are some absolutely essential episodes to watch. Tales of the Jedi, episodes 5 and 6. These episodes detail Ahsoka's training with Anakin that prepared her for Order 66, as well as her defeating an Inquisitor that led her back into the fight after leaving the Jedi Order. The Clone Wars. Season 1, Episode 9, Cloak of Darkness. This episode follows Ahsoka and Jedi Master Luminara as they go to interrogate the Viceroy. Ahsoka displays some aggression and other similar Anakin styles, as well as challenging a more skilled Asajj Ventress in losing. However, she ends up saving the day and showing her true potential as not only a Jedi, but as someone who can go with their gut and against the rules to accomplish the mission. Another thing her and Anakin have in common. Season 1, Episode 19, Storm Over Ryloth. This episode follows Ahsoka on her first mission as a commander, and in this mission, she ignores orders, which leads to catastrophic consequences in the lives of many clones. We see the true guilt she feels from this, and it's a massive learning experience for Ahsoka that really sets the bar and sets her on the path that leads her to being the capable and skilled leader she is today. Season 3, Episodes 15 through 17, The Mortis Arc. This three-episode arc details Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka's trip to a mysterious dimension that houses the entities of the Force known as the Father, the Son, and the Daughter. Here is where we see Ahsoka's death and resurrection, along with heavy foreshadowing for Anakin's future as the Chosen One. Season 5, Episode 17-20, through 20, The Jedi Temple Bombing Arc This four-episode arc involves Anakin and Ahsoka investigating a bombing at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Ahsoka ends up being framed and charged with the attack until Anakin proves her innocence. By then, the Jedi Order had already cast her out and didn't believe her, causing Ahsoka to decline their invitation back into the Order. This would be the last time Ahsoka and Anakin worked together as Master and Apprentice. And finally, Season 7, Episodes 9-12, through 12, The Siege of Mandalore Arc. In these episodes, Ahsoka and a portion of the 501st, along with Bogaton and her Mandalorians, charge the capital city of Mandalore to take back their home from Maul and his Mandalorian loyalists. We see Ahsoka successfully liberate Mandalore while facing off against Maul and also facing Order 66. It is arguably the best Clone Wars arc, and it's an incredibly beautiful end of the Clone Wars series. These four episodes quickly became arguably one of the best projects in the history of Star Wars. Star Wars Rebels, Season 1, Episode 15, Fire Across the Galaxy. It's a finale episode of the first season, and Ahsoka's not in it much, but it does reveal her to be the rebel spy by the name of Fulcrum. This is the first time we've seen her since the Siege of Mandalore. 
Season 2, Episode 18, Shroud of Darkness. In this episode, Ahsoka, Kanan, and Ezra go to a Jedi temple on Lothal and each have their own spiritual encounter with the Force that shows them where their paths lead next. It also shows Ahsoka looking at footage of Anakin and finally opening up about her relationship with her former master. Season 2, Episodes 21 and 22, Twilight of the Apprentice. If you only ever watch two Rebels episodes, these are the two you should watch. Following a lead, Ezra, Kanan, and Ahsoka are taken to Malachor, an old Sith homeworld. Upon arrival, they run into multiple Inquisitors. Ezra meets Maul, who we have not seen since Ahsoka captured and subsequently released him during the Siege of Mandalore arc in the Clone Wars. And we see multiple amazing lightsaber clashes between the Inquisitors and the Jedi, and Maul fighting alongside Jedi. And if all of this wasn't enough, we see Vader show up towards the end, and he and Ahsoka have an epic and emotional face-off that results in Ahsoka finally seeing that Darth Vader is in fact her former master, Anakin Skywalker. Season 4, Episode 13, A World Between Worlds. Star Wars does time travel. In this episode, Ezra discovers a mysterious portal that takes him to a set point that sits between time and space. He ends up rescuing Ahsoka from her fight with Vader in the Twilight of the Apprentice finale, and he and Ahsoka then have an encounter with the Emperor. This episode really opens up a much larger aspect of the Star Wars universe and can come into play in the Ahsoka series. This is a very important episode to watch. And finally, you can watch the finale of Season 4. There's not a lot of stuff in it with Ahsoka, but it does pack a punch involving Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra, And we do see the final scene of Sabine looking out over Lothal before Ahsoka returns to her to go find Ezra, which we have been teased we will see that exact scene in live action in the Ahsoka series. And the final show you can check is The Mandalorian, Season 2, Episode 5, The Jedi. We see Ahsoka Tano for the first time in live action, liberating an enslaved village while trying to find Grand Admiral Thrawn. This serves as a bit of a prequel leading into the Ahsoka series and is the first time we see her after the Rebels finale. And that about covers Ahsoka Tano for now. So I hope you feel more informed regarding who she is, what she's done, and can't wait to follow and cover what she is going to do going forward in the upcoming Disney Plus series Ahsoka, coming out August 23rd. We're getting a two-episode premiere with a runtime of one hour and 36 minutes. We can't wait. We here at Why So Sidious have high hopes for this show, and we can't wait to bring our coverage to you week after week. As always, thanks for joining me here today, and we'll see you next time on Why So Sidious, a nerd podcast. Thank you.